The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Huge to have a guy like that in this division. My name is Mateusz Gamros from Poland. Every single fight, I will be better. Mateusz Gamros! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Jimmy is out spreading love in jujitsu. Not jujitsu. I spread jujitsu. He's training jujitsu now. He's definitely spreading something. You know, whoever's with him, man, wrap that rascal. Anyway, you know what I say? Wrap that rascal. Uh, Jimmy. I mean, Dean, Jimmy is gone. Dean Thomas is here. I gave that so much for the surprise. How are you, Dean Thomas? <laughs> I couldn't help it. Well, look, I, you know what it is, Matt? Is I have been looking forward to this ever since they asked me to do the show. Hey, Dean, you, what? What? Just the, uh, the opening? No, not the Just kicking it with you, dummy. You go on Mad Sarah BJJ, and you'll see what I was doing this morning. Dude, I had 48 people on the mat at 7 a.m. And I was literally just doing handstands. If you look on it, I go, time me. I did over 40 seconds. I walk better on my hands than my feet. Listen, we got Mateo, uh, Mateusz um, Gamrot, who just fresh off his victory uh, over the weekend over um, Happy Alpha Eve. And uh, we wanted, I want to talk about him because he's talked to him because he's such a stud. And then afterwards, we got my buddy Christian Harloff, who uh, he Christian basically he uh, he has his, a, a he has a YouTube channel, and he makes a career basically talking about like the stuff that I like, geek mm-hmm. shit, like the the everything from Star Wars to the Marvel movies. He's like a movie critic, and I met him because I used to watch his geek podcast. And one day he mentioned my George St. Pierre fighting. Oh, Stop. we got to talk about that. symbiotic relationship. Yes, man. Hey, Two guys having a speaking of, Have you watched the uh, Invincible? I did watch Invincible. It's so it's very it's a violent cartoon. Oh, they're yeah. bringing yeah, bring in Gamrock. Bring, bring, bring him in. They talk this geek shit after. We got plenty of yeah. thoughts. Mateus, congratulations, bro. Uh, no. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You know hey. because I. I accept, I accept that ending in the fight, you know. You were, 
you were ready. You looked ready to go five. That first five minutes between you and Raphael was like, I, I was impressed by your you being relentless, but I was also re impressed by his cat-like reflexes trying to get away from you. But it seems like that could only go so far. So you were staying the course and, you know, he blew his leg out. Now, when people say, like, it's unfortunate that this happens, I don't know, man. A win is a win. And he got that by trying to kick you. And like you said, you were in your, you had your elbows up. Your, I don't know. But do you feel like it's a little anticlimactic the way it ended? Or are you just happy to get the W? Yeah, like you said, thank you for your recommendation. You know, I feel I'm feeling great, and I feel great right now. You know, I am really great shape, and this fight it would be better every single minute. You no, know? because the first round I try exchange punch with with Rafa with his striker. You know, because he's the most dangerous, and I wanna try a little bit, and the the last the second. Uh, in the last second round, I throw, take, I feel take, take him down, yeah, and then I feel okay, I, I get it, and next another round, I start and I'm poo 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 poo, bro, I know that the, the fight will go like the fight of the night, or I probably finish him like round three, four, five, because my plan was make him tired, make him tired, and then round number three, four looking for opportunity and and then put him away. So, th so things were going as planned. He didn't, what surprise, the plan? Yeah, he didn't surprise you with anything. No, he he, he no surprised me. He, I was ready for everything, you know, but first round, I want to try exchange punch and then I go to grappler, yeah? And no. <laughs> it was a bad situation, bad, bad situation. You know, I've... I've uh, I am very sorry about this happen, you know, because those bad, bad things. But what I can say right now, when it's in like you want, I looking for a new challenge right now. You know, I am fresh, I am hungry, I am, I am ready to go. Your striking looked uh, very much improved from the last time we seen you. Is there anything that you did in particular to for this fight, or is that just part of your progress as a fighter? I think maybe both, but because first thing is my last five, when I take short notice, my conditioning was zero. My stamina, I don't have nothing because then my striking looking gross like treble. But right now, my conditioning is crazy. I can fight five rounds, seven rounds, ten rounds, and then I can move like put more punches, you know, more straight. But... This fight, I want to try a little bit exchange punch with Rafa, you know, because he's really dangerous, and I see what I good I am in this this in the feet, you know. Hey, let me ask you: You were wrestling since you're like ten years old, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like like now in sport, I am twenty years. How popular is the the wrestling in Poland? Is it as because I, I you hear about it popular, you know? In Pakistan and Russia, but in Poland, is it is it very popular? Not too much, not too much because he's not popular because nobody played this in the internet, TV, never. You know, this is is Olympic game sport in Poland. We have really good good wrestlers, but in, it's not popular, not popular. You know, I know in it's TV. popular in Poland. 
jujitsu. I remember in 2009, I went to Poland. In 2009, but, I went to Poland and competed in the world in the world grappling championships, and I was surprised. And I was impressed by the level of jujitsu that the Polish people had back in 2009. Oh yeah, of course you are right now, now because wrestling so so, but jujitsu the high level. I think like uh, uh, really high level, like like Brazilian. The best in the world, yeah. Like Russia, really good. USA, good. And Poland, I think, is number three or five in in the world. Like the jujitsu, you know, really high level. I love. I right now in my fight in in USC, I don't I don't show my jujitsu because I don't have opportunities, no. But if I catch guys from from jujitsu who wanna roll with me in the ground, this is gonna be crazy. This yeah, Marchin Held was a beast. Huh? Marching held. Marching held. He was a beast. Beast, beast, leglock guy. Really yeah. good guy. Of course, of course. Now let me ask you: In middle school, you you moved to a you you moved to a boarding school in middle school just to, to train freestyle wrestling. Is that right? Uh, I started when I was school in in school, but in Poland we don't have uh, wrestling in the school like uh, like the WF, you know. We need to go to after school to to, to different gym and and train wrestling. Yeah, of, yeah. But I, when I I was in wrestler in in high school and middle school. In high school and middle school. All right. Now, when did you start messing with throwing your hands? When did you start with the striking? Uh, when I started in MMA games. So this was like ten years ago, eight years ago. Yeah. And how did you take to that? Was it okay in the beginning? Were you a little gun shy and uh, looking away when you, or you were ready for it? Of course, of course, because wrestling is my DNA. I love wrestler, you know, all the time. And first moment was was hard, like you say. Happened. I still do that. <laughs> for this, for sometimes these days I have like some things like that, you know. But guard and then I looking for legs. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I love fight, you know. This is this is my 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 in my heart, you know. <laughs> so you've yeah. always been a fighter. Excuse me, Dean. I'm sorry. You always been a fighter, even as a kid. Do your are your parents, your family, your friends, are they not surprised by your career path? Uh, I think so. No, yeah, I am all life fighters. Yeah, my I have I was in great company because I have a lot of friends who train around me. And then we have like five, six guys who who are going together to the gym and we're growing every day, you know. Like the competition was every day in the gym. Who is the best in the gym? You know, okay, today me, today you, you know, and we and we try growing every day. And this was great time for me. And of course, you know, couple fights in the street show me that I have I have character, you know, and I I can. Go to the the most interesting fights and 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 winning. You know you are in a unique position right now, with not a lot of guys to fight because you're you know you called out Charles Oliveira. It doesn't make sense for you to fight a lot of other guys. And you, but the only other guy, if Charles Oliveira doesn't want to fight you, the only other guy maybe would be somebody like Dustin Poirier. What's your relationship like with Dustin? Would you fight him if that opportunity came for you? 
I have good relationship with Dustin. We trained together as many times in American top teams, you know. We have good relationship and but this is not not decision for me, you know. I think Dustin looking looking different fights. Uh, I am I am in a different position and this is not you know decision for me and <laughs> we have one gym. I think this is not good fighting together. Or like you say, Charles Oliveira is great, great fighters. He this guy don't afraid anyone, you know. The most dangerous guy in the jiu-jitsu. The most submission, yeah. Are you looking for guys like he? Yeah. You know what it is? Let me tell you, uh, Mateusz. Dean Thomas used to work at American Top Team. So sometimes he likes to just yeah. stir some shit up. He likes to go there and take a nice big hot dump on the mats. Arr, clean that shit up. Here you go, Dan. Arr. I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't want to. I'm, I'm being immature. No, 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 no. Dean has true. nothing but love for an American Top Team. <laughs> There's no to fight their friends. What are you, are you all of a sudden Dana White? You want Marab and Aljo just to jump in there? Calm down. Don't make the friends fight. There's enough, there's enough people to fight Dean Thomas. Well, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's not enough people to fight. There's not a lot of people that make sense for him to fight. Maybe you're right. Mateos, maybe we have enough friends in this sport. I fought this, Mateos, I fought this guy. Uh, but I am ready. I can, if you, if you UFC needed backup to title fight, I am ready. I can yeah. go to Abu Dhabi two, two weeks, you know. Hey. Hey, Mateos Gamrat, I know exactly what you're saying. You'll take the fight. But we don't want to broadcast that because the next day you see Dustin is going to be like, hey, buddy. Meanwhile, he knows that you'll take the fight. We're in this to get a gold belt around our waist, Gamrat, right? That's why right. we're in this. Of course, of course. All right. All right. I'm getting all excited for you. That's because I watched your fight right before this. I'm all amped up. So like I talk, talk with you, you know, because I see your emotion. Your emotion is 100 true, you know, and I like it because I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Your Thank fight, you, Gabriel. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I used to fight in the cage, too. I get, <laughs> so, let, so let me ask you, away from fighting, because our audience, they like to get to know the fighters. You're in, so you're living in Poland now? Yeah, yesterday I back to Poland. Yeah, yesterday. Now, what do we like to do as a hobby? We can't wrestle all day and night, you know? Uh, what do we uh, like to do? Yeah, any, it could be anything. Mateusz, it could be a book, a video game, a series you're watching on Netflix with your wife or girlfriend, whatever. What do what you Yeah, of course. You are, you are right, but I have two kids, daughter ah. and son. And I have spent a lot of time in, in, in gym because I am two times in the day, you know? This is like three, four hours today. Then I to back home. I need to nap, you know, because recovery is the most important to my life, you know. And so, and then I have like one, two hours, maybe maybe three, spend time with my kids. And then I have to, you know, sp spend show some things like, you know, I have been a good good a good father for my for my kids, you know. But I like meditation. And couples, maybe two three years ago, I. I am interested in the physiology, you know, like the mental change. And I like it. And the brief, mental stride, you know, meditation. And then if you're doing everything in the day, like the stretching, meditation, brief, spend time, you don't have time to nothing. 
Dean Thomas, that's why you have a lot of time, even though you have eight jobs. Well, I was just about to say, he's a good father, man. He, he spends three hours a day with his kid. Like me, my kid my kid went away to college months ago, and I didn't even know. No, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't agree. I, I think it's <laughs> time because before, before, before fight, I, I am in American top team, like six, eight weeks. And I didn't see my kids, you know? Oh, that's another thing. So when you do your camps, you do your camps in, in the U S and American. In U S yeah. In U S in U S yeah. In my second okay. top American top team. And then my family left to Pol to Poland and I coming to, to ATT. Now, how long is a camp? So how long are you away from your family? In depends. Right now, before FIZF, I was six weeks. Oh. Six weeks, sparring, you know, strategy. You know, thank goodness, thank goodness that it's like Star Trek now where you can watch, they could do this in Zoom. At least you could see your kids. Exactly. Imagine, if we, imagine if we didn't have this and you were just on the phone. That would be, that'd be upsetting. 15 years ago, later. Late and and two weeks waiting to to answer, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The dog man. I remember Mateos. I remember I was at the American Top Team one day, and you were sparring. And I always tell this story when I talk about you. You were sparring, and you got a cut on your head in the middle of the round. And you ran off to the side of the mat, and you taped your head during the round. You taped your head together. And then went back out. It was like and finished the round and finished the rest of the day out. Of course, of course, normal situation. Like Polish mentality. Ah, uh, hey, I listen. I had a kid that was going on the old. He's a little bit of a pretty boy. I'm not attacking him. He's a nice guy now. He's doing. He's doing well. But he was sparring and he got punched. I don't even think he got cut. Headgear off, looking in the mirror. Do I need stitches? I go, oh, I go, dude, you know, no, you don't need stitches, but you need to be looking for a new profession. <laughs> this ain't going to work. This ain't it. This, this is not that you, that's, you're going to get hit. This is not going to be, this is not a good sign. <laughs> uh, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt you, listen, uh, we are so impressed with your fight. I mean, you haven't been given an easy fight since you're in there. You fought murders a row. You're taking everybody down. I cannot wait to see what's next for you. Um, you know, I hope you get what you want. I think you and Charles Oliveira is a very uh, intriguing fight. I just think that Charles Oliveira, obviously, he's fighting. He's fighting. Isn't he fighting next? Um, he's fighting Islam. Yeah. I mean, so like, he is, with Islam. Yeah. yeah. I, Do you think he's a little offended, though, that you already said that he was going to lose? No, 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 no. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna challenge myself against the, this guy. Doesn't matter, lose, win. Of I wish all the best, you know. I right. wanna fight with the best guys in the world, you know. But can't be right now. Charles can't be some some one. For me, I would like guy who is higher than me in the ranking, you know. I I'm maybe like top five. I can now. In upcoming, very interesting matchups, you know, like Arman versus Darius, yeah, Islam yeah. right now, and who, who more, and we'll see what what will what show the next year, who is available, who won, who who know, you know. I am ready. I wanna fight. I wanna be active, you know. I can't yeah. wait to next challenge. And the one thing you and Charles Oliveira, uh, I have to say, I don't. A lot of guys are afraid to go to the floor with him. 
I don't see you being that guy. So you're talking about your jujitsu skill. That's the fight that I believe we'll get to see it. I wanna got. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna come to Charles Oliveira to ground. No problem. Okay. If, if faster, better to me. Let's I go. Like <laughs> I like it. Hey. The great Mateusz Gamrod, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. And congrats, Warrior. Congrats. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that you invite me to your podcast. Great, great work. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm cheering. I am fun. Ah, so much fun, man. Congrats again, man. We'll talk to you soon. Of course. Of course. Thank you. All right. Take, Take care, care, Warrior. You Peace. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. He's fun. He's yeah. fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And yo, man, he gave. He was in there with um, with the champ. He was in there with uh, how many rounds? Did he go five rounds or three rounds when he went with uh, um, my my Islam Maksha. No, he didn't. He didn't fight Islam yet. He fought. Did um, they have a fight before? Yes or no? No, you know what I'm thinking of? Maybe Sharukian. You're thinking of Sharukian. I'm thinking of Sharukian. Yeah, That's what I'm thinking of. No, he hasn't fought, but Sharu- but he fought, but he fought Sharukian. Right. And, he and a lot of Wait, yeah, he Yes. He beat Sharukian. And he, and he won a unanimous decision. Yeah. Right? Right. And then after he beat His him, only he- losses to Benil. I have, I, I can't say Sharukian like that, though. I got to go, Sharukian. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Benil and Gurau. All right, listen. Hey, uh, soon we got my buddy Christian Harloff coming on. And uh, Dean Thomas, before he comes on, let's talk about you. How you been? Oh, no, listen, I want to talk about some nerd stuff, man, because like I'm all into this nerd stuff. Are you really? And I and I knew and that was part of the reason why I was so excited to talk to you today because like I've been watching, like, I'm trying to get my nerd on, man. I want some good direction. Well, we're going to listen. We're going to be straight up having nerdgasms in like five minutes when he's on. But right now, Dana White season, Dana White contender series season seven, uh, season. Why am I so? Seven, week eight. <laughs> uh, Danny Barlow, contract, knockout. Very nice. Uh, that was, that was, that was. That which round was that? That was round, I believe, one, one uh, in the first over a little bit over a minute. That was that was really nice. Um, Mario Paisan. No, it's not Paisan. How do you pronounce that? 
Piazon. Piazon. Piazon? I think so. Uh, he got, why does that say, why does that say DQ? He got DQ'd? Oh, was that the heavyweight fight? Yeah, that wasn't good. That wasn't a great fight. All the other fights were great, you know? Uh, Angel Pacheco and Danny Silva both got contracts. Not, I mean, there was some Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner stuff going on. And also, you don't hear this a lot. Ernesto versus Carly with the women. Oh, my goodness. Both of them. Both of them got contracts. Uh, and then uh, Vinicius Oliveira got a contract. So congrats to everybody there. Okay. Yeah, they were just handing them things out, man. Oh, I'm reading here that Michael Bisping doesn't get the hate behind Ferguson and Pimlet. Well, I, listen, you know what's funny? I don't have to read what he thinks about that because I'll tell you what I think about it. Yeah, tell me what you think. And I, I, agree, I agree with Michael Bisping. Who's getting hate on that? If you want to listen, if you want to see everybody saying that Tony's done, let's see. Are we, he's done? I don't know. I'm not saying he's done. I want to see how let's put him versus a tough up and comer, Patty Pimblett. Why not? Why not? Who's got a problem with that? I don't. I think that's fun. Listen, I look at that and I say fun if I see that on a card. All I'm saying is this everybody's writing Tony Ferguson off, but look who his, his losses have been to. Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, I mean, Bobby Green. Like, he's lost to only good guys. I think, I think we, we, we talk about it because it's relative to what we used, what we used to see. Because he yeah. had 12 fights where he was unbeaten, and now he's six where, he's, where he hasn't won. But they've been to all good guys. I actually, I actually think Tony Ferguson can win this fight. If he wins this, see, this is a lot. Listen, fighting is pressure. Now, Patty Pimplett. You know, listen, he can fight. He can scrap. But, he, you know, when guys have a personality on them, uh, it almost, when people, like, they're popular and, and they're new in the game, people are going to say, oh, they're being this, they're being protected, or they got to get that, they, he shouldn't have got that decision. They they get some hate. Um, that comes with it, man. And that's yeah. a lot of pressure, but that comes with the attention. So he, this is going to be a, this is going to be a test for – this is going to be a tough fight, I'm going to say, mentally for Patty, where now you a guy that has that a complete belief in himself and really nothing to lose because – I mean, he has everything to lose, but, you know, people are thinking he's already done. Now, you're, you're – you know, you're, he's – everybody's saying or he's saying that he's going to be the future champ. you got to be able to take down Tony Ferguson. You have to be able to take out – Tony Ferguson at this stage of his game, if you're ever going to be considered. Be yeah, no doubt. Who's coming off an ankle surgery? Who? Uh, Patty Pimlet. Oh, Pimlet? Yeah. So this is his first fight back after the surgery, but, I mean, he didn't look that great against Jared Gordon. I don't know if that was from an injury, but I maybe think this is a perfect maybe, test for both guys. Maybe that was from Jared Gordon. Maybe right. Jared Gordon was on his ass. You know what I mean? In his face. That's a, that's and, he took, and he was on his ass, but he took the foot off the gas, Dean Thomas, in the third round. And that might you like Dean Thomas. You listen, it's not a it's not a <laughs> racial thing. It's not a racial thing, Dean, but you bring that out of me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, I gotta what? tell you though, Matt, I've been inspired by you recently because Ooh. I've been teaching jujitsu and I've been like, and I'm just like, it's just so much fun to be around like regular people teaching jujitsu. That's all I do. I spend more time with regular people than I do with the fighters. I have a few of the fighters that listen, I, I, 
I love my guys and I'm with them when they need me. And, but as I get older, I like to just empower more regular people. And don't don't me wrong. At my place tonight, we got, you know, my buddy or our, our, our buddy, your little brother. Who is it? Aljo. Oh no, no. Uh, the other one, uh, Marcus. Young Marcus. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus yeah. Young Marcus. And then we got Tommy DeGenero, who's so he, he's a, he's a wrestling kid. And he's like, he's like one of the, he's a full-time coach at my school now. And he does, okay. he teaches the wrestling. He's such a, he's such a good kid. And he's, we call it, they call him Beethoven. I call him Tommy. But, but the, the, the thing with the Beethoven, uh, he has the shirts made up is because he's kind of like, he's pretty, he's mostly deaf. Like he's not totally deaf, not totally deaf at all, but, but he wears the hearing aids and stuff. So he, he leans into it. He calls himself Beethoven. So it's hysterical. So we're having, we have, you know, I have those guys sparring tonight. So me and my buddy Carol Colombo, who's the striking coach, she's your biggest fan. We got a little, a little thing at my school, and obviously the whole together with us and Sarah Long over at Law, we got our thing. But uh, it's all in fun. It's just yeah. fun. It's yeah. Just really, I don't make it like all right. It's not like eating vegetables. It's something I want to do. This yeah. every night, like uh, this morning, I did that seven a.m. I'm going on tonight. I like Wednesdays because I go back. If I go back a little earlier, you got the, the, the adult classes going. But I usually get there like, bef- like I don't know, between 6.37 and then 7.30. You know, Academy's already hopping. And by 7.30, I got my master's class. That's 40s and over, 40, old, 40 and over. So oh, that's, that's fun. That's the one I want to be in. Dude, it's like picture cocoon, but everybody's wearing geese. I'm only kidding. It's not that. It's not Yo, Christian Harloff, my buddy is in the waiting room. Get him in here right now. Where do you meet Christian? He makes a living off of talking about geeky shit. Talking about shit that I should be making. Well, basically, I make a living kind of like that too, a little bit. (laughs) I'm on here with you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Look at hey Christian. Stop oh. looking. Could you oh I'm so I'm sorry. We don't hate to interrupt you. We gotta are you are you with us now? Come <laughs> on, buddy. I didn't know what was going on it, right now. It's bad enough that your 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 um what is it? Your studio is putting us the shit. I know. Right? Look at that. Who's falls that? Din, what's up, man? I'm gonna wanna you're I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you very much, man. I hope I hope you're doing well. Damn, now, same. Let me explain to everybody. Now, first of all. The people that like me, besides the fighting, they know I'm into like the geeky shit. They're gonna know who this man is. Now, I want to explain. Now, Christian Holoff, 
I became friends with Christian and Christian, maybe you can help me with this. Uh, if I remember correctly, I, I watch, I'm, everybody knows I'm into the Star Wars shit. I'm into the Marvel movies, the DC movie cartoons, um, the, the Flash Paradox, uh, Flashpoint Paradox cartoon, way better than the movie. But anyway, the point is this. I was watching Christian, one of his shows. It used to be called something different. Now he's got the Big Thing podcast. And he's basically, Dean Thomas, this guy makes a living. Movie reviews. He's just talking about movies and geeky stuff. And I'm one of the guys watching his show. And then at some point, my GSP got fight got brought up. The first one, the better one. And <laughs> his name, he brought up my name. And I go, oh, he likes me. And I reached out to him. Is that how it went down? Or more or less. Yeah, no, more or less. So, so as you say, and now I'm able to make my living doing this. I used to make my living betting on UFC. And, uh, and one of the things that I did was I was watching the ultimate fighter and I watched your season and I said, dude, and, and you had great odds that day. And I said, I said, man, I'm telling you, you look at this guy. I don't think GSP is taking this guy serious. I just don't. And I think Matt's coming in there and he, and you were in, you're in, I mean, you tell me, but it seemed like you were in the best shape of your career at that point. And when you came in, I was like, look, he's throwing, this guy's not even known for, for striking and he's throwing bombs. And I was able to make a lot of money off that fight. Oh my I mentioned, God. It, I mentioned it on that, uh, on that show that you're talking about. And, and you're also, you know, you're, you're a New York guy like myself. So I was always, and I had a buddy of mine who, who had known, I guess, lived in the same area as you did. And he was, he was a couple of years younger than you, but he had brought up when you won the title, he was talking about it. And, and I had always kind of brought you up. So when I brought you up with that thing, I didn't even know. And someone's like, dude, he mentioned you on, on this, on the show we're on right now. So he met, he mentioned you on, and I was like, Oh, we got to listen to it. And then we just started kind of going back and forth and we became buddies. Right. And I've been on his show a bunch Yeah. and really quick. Now we're going to, like on his show, Dean Thomas. Yeah, I'm because I'm, I'm a nerd too, man. Don't get it twisted. I love it. I, I don't know. Sometimes he <laughs> he tries to fit in with me, and I talk to him, and he's like, "Yeah, that time like with Captain Kirk." I go, "That's Star Trek, motherfucker. It's not even Star Wars." Be, Dean Thomas, get your fucking nerd shit right. I'm working it's on. Like I'm, I'm here. I, I need help. I'm working <laughs> on it. It was like that lady on the news, right? She's like, "Oh, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, DC fan. Like you, you remember, uh, you remember Spider Man." <laughs> yeah, like, I, would have, yeah. I would have booed her right off the freaking yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you now. Listen, I am enjoying Dean Thomas. Now you hold on to your your uh your fucking pocket protector with this. I have been enjoying the heck out of Ahsoka. I Me like too. Ahsoka. Me now too. listen, I have to thank you, Christian, because I don't listen, I could watch some like DC cartoon like like animated movies that are like violent and it's more for adults. A lot of the stuff, like the clone wars cartoons, the, the rebels, it's yeah. a little too like cartoony. If I don't know, a little too kitty, but not all of those episodes. I've uh, Christian put me down a path where I saw a lot of the clone wars. I saw a lot of the rebels where a lot of it's very adult. There's like killing. And there's, it's like, it, the plots interesting. Yeah. The, I mean, you know, I'm a simple man, but it's very, it's fun. So this show Ahsoka, to me, I feel it's basically, it's just a continuation of that cartoon um, Rebels, but in live action. I mean, would you, how would you, would you make that? Yeah, 100%. I was also, it, it was, 
what a lot of people who watched that show were excited about, but it was also kind of the, the, the fear, right? Like you get somebody who'd never seen it before going, well, I, I've never watched this show. I'm going to go in. I'm not going to know what the hell is going on. I think they've done a pretty good job of navigating around it and saying, okay, even though I've watched a few of the episodes and I can look at it and I know storylines like, Oh, I know those two characters they've interacted before and I'm kind of emotionally attached to them. I don't think that it'll lose you if you watch it go, you're going, okay. Isn't the same way that I always bring up is in episode four, the first time you saw the first star Wars ever and Obi-Wan's talking to Luke about the clone wars and all this stuff. You don't know what the hell he's talking about, but it sounded cool. And I think it was the same type of thing, what they're doing here, because if Dave Filoni, who is, the really the last guy to work he, people don't realize that he worked hand in hand with George Lucas on the Clone Wars George Lucas was in that writer's room every day talking he was going to work with him it wasn't like okay yeah use my stuff he was writing and teaching he was he's essentially his, he, he was Yoda he was Yoda to to Filoni and Filoni has now taken all his philosophies and I think you can see them in the in this show but Dean oh, and Yoda, what's that Andor. What about Andor? Andor was fucking awesome. Andor. Andor was not. It's no. There's no lightsabers. There's no. Yeah, it didn't. It, but it moved kind of slow to me. No. It is well. That was the thing. I think that Dean is a difference between like slow and boring, right? Like slow. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't mind slow if the writing's really good. And to me, when you really invest in it from the beginning of it, and you look at what's. It's not. It doesn't have that. You're like. Look, you you compare Ahsoka, which is fast moving, like this. And you get so Ahsoka is more kind of a drawn out. I said Ahsoka, excuse me. Andor is more of a drawn out political thriller. Right. And that's what Tony Gilroy does well, and not everybody loves that. However, it is one of the most highly critic. Uh, the critics love it. People who, to me, it's the best written Star Wars stuff since uh, since Empire, and I and I love Ahsoka, but to me, it's just really, really well written. Well, I mean. Ro- Rogue One was amazing, also. That, that movie sure, but that that went through seventy five thousand like remake uh, rewrites and and like when you look, I just did this video recently. I put a short out about the. I still, as much as we're talking about you know loving Ahsoka and Andor, I think the Lucasfilm's in shambles right now. I think it's a it's a complete mess over there, and I think that um you you look at they've had two directors, two that they've hired from the start that actually have finished movies. They've hired J.J. Abrams. He finished The Force Awakens. They they hired uh, uh, your boy, um, Ryan Johnson. Man. How dare how dare you? How they hired, dare you? They, that boy, that son of a bitch. My, my Alexa, don't look up Ryan Johnson, Alexa. Shut up. Um, so so those are the only two. The rest, there's like 12 to 13 directors or writers that were hired and then never finished a movie. It's like, it's, it's insane how all these different things. And one of those is Gareth Edwards, the guy who's coming out with the creator that's coming out this weekend. Um, that movie, that d- director started. And then Tony Gilroy, who did Andor was essentially brought in to replace him with all these different things. So it's, 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 it's crazy. Well, Andor, I mean, there's some scenes in that were very powerful, very powerful in that. And that's what sometimes I'll like a show or even a movie for certain scenes that is so powerful, yet I don't like the overall thing. But that's not true with this. I did like everything. I can see where you're saying, Dean, where it's a little more talky, but it, it but the characters were really, really good. And like in the very beginning, when he realized he killed the one, the one officer, oh, and yeah. the other officer at first was like, What'd you do? And then all of a sudden you see him like, hey, he knew what he knew what was gonna happen. So yeah. that kind of moment 
is a reason enough to just like make me love that series. But it had a Blade Runner feel to it when it started oh, out too. A hundred percent. Yes, Blade yeah. Runner. Yes, that's what it felt like. It felt yeah. something, it felt a little darker than your normal Star yeah, Wars. Which I love. But, but back to Ahsoka, this is my one problem here. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I love that um, what's his name? Uh, the, the lost Jedi, the one who was uh they just found Alien? Edra. No, no, uh, oh Ezra, Ezra. Ezra, Ezra Bridges, right? Yeah, Bridger. Bridger. Ezra Ezra Bridger. He was the star of of uh rebels the cartoon yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of that series he got lost in space with the bad guy uh thrawn and and now they finally find him the live yeah. action i got no problem with the actor playing him he looks pretty cool yeah i just watched the last episode last night yes yeah I, you got something against holding a lightsaber ezra dude it drove me nuts something it against nuts. being a badass it drove me nuts it what drove you, me nuts fucking, what are you, half of a hippie now hanging out with the turtle people? Are you half of a hippie now hanging out with the turtle Same people page. with the slingshots? You <laughs> I should have been episode. found by sand people. You should have been found with people with nuts. I am. He got clipped. He's nuts got clipped. Listen, I'm a father. I'm a father of three strong daughters. I understand. I get it. I want Ahsoka to kick ass with the double uh, lightsabers. I want uh, Safi. What's her name? Sabine. Sabine. I want Sabine to be she's half Mandalorian. She's got a sometimes she rocks a lightsaber too. Awesome. The girls are badass. Throw Esger a bone. Throw Bridger a bone. Give him all right. Here, do your thing with the saw. Ready? They're surrounded. And one badass, half a Sith's got a fucking a lightsaber. They got a bunch of guys around them. Sabine's down. Sabine's got her guns ready. She's got here. Do your thing with lightsaber. The force is all I need. You take that. I gave that to you. Really? Really now? Asshole. It, it, it drove me crazy. It was, I look, I will say I love the episode. That part, I actually did put my spoiler out this morning and I essentially said exactly the same thing you did. It was like, he here he is with this thing. And, and if you watched Rebels, the guy was just so excited to make his first saber. It got broken. He made a second one. He's very proud of it. He gave it away to Sabine. Sure. But then he goes, okay, listen, uh, we got everyone surrounding us now. And she's like, now it would have one thing if she, if, if she was like, I don't have a weapon and he's like, don't worry about it. I can use the force. I'm cool. Take the weapon. We're good. That's fine. But she's like, I oh, know I got two blasters. You're all right. I don't really know how to use this thing. I tried once and I got stabbed in the chest and lived, but I, I, I but I'm good. Use the saber because you know, Obi-Wan said the same thing. It is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. It's like, well then use it. Use it. And it was. It drove me nuts that he didn't use it. I, I people were going, "Well, he doesn't need to use it to be a Jedi." Sure, fine, but he, but he's got it. He, he, it, it's there. It's not like he doesn't have one. He's tossing people around the force and the turtle people stuff. This dude, like Obi Wan, when he was on Tatooine, this dude found out where the local pizza shops were. He knew where to go in Tatooine. He knew where to hang out. He was living there for years. He went to the beaches. He knew what to. He knew what to do. This guy has been hanging around with turtle people. What's he doing? Jerking off into socks? He's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. And I was just not happy with that because, look, man, I know nowadays they're afraid of giving a guy too much power. They think it's time. Yeah. Oh, man, how about this? Give him, Make him a badass with good morals, like myself and Dean Thomas. Well, is, is that why you didn't like rings of power? Because you said um, that the girl had so much power? Yeah, well, they made they made uh, what's her name, Guinadil? What the, who's the yeah, one? Who's the yeah. One? Oh, right. Uh, yeah, like if you watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 
No, she was a nice, I don't know what she was back in the day, but in that she was like a nice, like, like, like a kind of a hippie, like, 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 a, uh, like very, mis- like a mystical type, like lady of the woods. And right. now, yeah, hold, she was, on, hold on, guy elves, I got this. Yeah, she was mean. You know? She's beating up everybody's ass and she's, she's surrounded by how many uh, people and then she's just beating them all up. It's just like, yo, it's just like, man, give me the days of Sigourney Weaver. Fucking from aliens, Linda Hamilton. Let's go. I'm not, dude. I'm for it. I like. How about this? How they could have fixed this last Ahsoka thing? Give them the lightsaber. And if you want, a, a, if they have him kick ass, but still, you want Ahsoka. I obviously she came in to save the day. Do it, but have them all kicking ass. Right. Why well, does I mean, look? He was. They always gotta make the guy a bumbling like whatever. They make him like he's doing force force tai chi. Get out of here. I do think I do think that he was I just don't think it was necessary, I, but he was he was tossing people around. And even when Shin came to swipe him in the head with the saber, he ducked it and pretty much was, wasn't intimidated by her. And he was he he was he was kicking ass. It was to me, it was just the fact it was just not necessary. It would he should just picked up the saber. But either way, I did overall enjoy that episode, but I want to see how it's going to end. And then you got Elon Thrawn over there, you know, calling the shots <laughs> Hey everyone, it's time for me to now make my decisions. I, I like I like what he's doing though. Who's playing him? Who's the actor that's playing him? Is that the guy? Lars, that was, is that Lars the guy? Good. Lars Mickelson is his name. He's the mm-hmm. he's the, he's the brother of Mads Mickelson, who was just in Indiana Jones. His brother was in Indiana Jones and and uh, in t- tons of other things. Doctor Strange and Mads. That's not the guy from. Wait, that Mads Mickelson. Yeah, Mads, I know. I know who that guy. guy is. From, who's the guy from Polar? Which one's that? You, you oh, you you kept telling me to watch that. I never watched it. How dare you? How I dare know. you? I know, I know. Come I know. on, man. It's two hours of your life. That's <laughs> a fun movie. That's a fun movie, Polo. Tell me about the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep bringing it up because it's fucking Let's see. fun. Let me see. Mads Mickelson. No, but his brother is playing is playing um Thrawn, but Mads Mickelson Polar. Mads Mickelson plays Polar. Yeah, yeah, he does. It, shame on you then. You know he's good. You I know, know great. good, and you great. know I, I I have good taste. You do, you do, and and do. And speaking of which, Dune, how bummed were you that it got pushed? Listen to me. You yeah. know what I mean? When you know mood, what does mood have to do with it? You fight when the necessity arises, no matter the mood. Fucking Josh Brolin, Dune, the first one. That my nipples are hard right now. That movie, <laughs> that, that fucking movie. Dean Thomas, did you now, before you answer this? Our friendship. Is at stake because I told you. Did you watch Dune? Hold on, wait a minute. I have a, I have a proposition actually. No, 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 don't. And now, don't tell me the one with Sting. <laughs> Not the one with Sting. Did you ever see Dune? The new well, one. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. What would you rather? What would you watch first, Dune or John Wick Three? Now you're being a wise ass. You know, I'm just. Are you being a wise guy? No. So Dune. You know, you, I want to. Before. Because I'll I watched, <laughs> I'll say it. I walked out of the movie. I walked out of the fucking movie. You that's know, I, you know, oh, I right. did. That's right. This is why I walked out of that piece of shit. Video game was it too, too much like a video game for you? No, well, well, well be, beside them having like a, a fist sword fight with a with one hand, they have a gun, so they're fighting, and all of a sudden they're gonna shoot him in the middle of the, the fist fight. Weird. The the fight the, the weird. Some of the fight scenes. Okay, yeah. it got it got weird. They're literally having a kung fu match and with a pistol in hand, and every once in a while they'll they'll, they'll shoot once, like every five seconds. They're like ding 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 bang, they dodge <laughs> the bullet, 
All right, that alone is fucking horrendous. Yeah. All right, then, but let's talk about the last John Wick movie when mm-hmm. there's this new hitman, which is this cool black guy. He's got a dog with him. He seems like a badass. I like him. He's a little silly. He's got some one-liners. Now, they want to see if he's serious, right? They want to see if he's serious. Right. So he meets up with the... Do you see the movie? Yeah, I see him. All right, put your hand here. Right? Ah, I put that fucking knife in his hand. Now he goes, look. You want this job? I don't know how he, the, the, the analogy was basically: you're either you're, you're taking that. The choice was this: you either pull the knife out, or you pull your hand out. So in other words, his hands like he got the knife in there. Instead of pulling the knife out, he pulls it this way, so it cuts all the way through his hand. Now let me tell you: so that's what he did. He won the job, dude. What about the rest of his life? He Little wipe his ass with this hand. I don't give it. So the next scene, so he rips it out. He gets the contract. The next scene, he's got what? What, you, what, what is it? Would you throw some fucking neosporin on that thing? He's got it wrapped up. And the next thing, he's like, okay, I'm following the the target. Really, dude? Really? What are you? Are you chewing on some Vicodin right now? What the fuck? Where yeah, they, are we? But they changed, are we in this John Wick universe. They changed the tune of it, man. Like even Skolesky, the director, he was on Rogan and he talked about. Because uh, Joe even asked him, he said to him, he goes like this, it's changed significantly from the first one to the third. And the third one is almost like a superhero kind of comic book movie. And he said, oh. yeah, that was intentional because when you even, because if you watch the first, I, I just did a rewatch of all three movies with yeah. my wife. recently. First movie, it's like, yeah, there's always crazy stuff going on. But the first one's a little bit more like he, if he got hurt, he needed to go into the bathroom and stitch himself up like, you know, Rambo style. And, and by the, by the third one, he's fallen off seven story buildings landing on cars and he's like all right so i think that the entire universe at that point is like it's it's like a superhero kind of comic book movie at that point so if you're if you were invested in the first one and like that tone i could see where you get thrown off but i had i had fun with the third one i actually i enjoyed it but dean answer your question i would i would prefer my i prefer dune over that movie just because dune is just so it's dune is what star wars was one of the things that inspired George Lucas to make Star Wars was the Dune book. And you can see it. You can see all the themes of people. Some people who don't know that and didn't realize it was a book will see Dune and go, oh, man, that's just them trying to be Star Wars. This came first. Um, and so it, it's it's fantastic. The David Lynch one, I'm not a fan of, but I'm I'm with Matt on on Dune to me is one of the best movies made in, in, a, in a long time. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, and, and Josh Brolin just could do no wrong. The guy yeah. can't go wrong. He's just yeah. so good. And I love seeing him because I don't know how this thing plays out. I'm not a, uh, I wasn't a fan of the, I never read the books. Uh, Dean's like, you never read a book. Dean, stop it. Cut the shit. But listen, <laughs> Dean does. But my thing is, I like to see that he survived. I'm not giving out any spoilers. I saw him in the trailer for the next one. And I just, I just, I love the, I love the way this director, the director is the same director. What's his name? Uh, this is uh, for not. I always get say Interatu. It's not Interatu. It's um French guy, I think. Yeah. Oh my God. I was. He also up. did Blade Runner, yeah. the new Blade Runner, which was another movie underrated. Und- I mean, I don't think did people talk enough about that new Blade Runner enough? Did you like it? Did you? Like I did it? like it. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve, by the way. Um, but yes, he he's he's fantastic. Prisoners and other things. He's a great he's a great director, and I can't. I was bummed that they pushed Dune. To uh to next year. Did you like the, the new Blade Runner? I mean, I, 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 yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought it was yeah. emotional, you know. Yeah. But uh, hey, listen. What else do we got to talk about? Christian, 
we want to plug some things from you. Yeah. Okay. Plug some shit, dude. Well, tell me about the big thing is your podcast, correct? It is. It is. Uh, it, I, something I went on my, I was working for colliders when you found me and yes. then I, and then I went on and I brought very, uh, movie trivia schmodown which is like a it was it was like the professional movie league movie trivia league that i we brought all over the country and we were selling out places and and then you know the pandemic happened that was that was that but during that time i started my own channel and i was like i'm just gonna go out and do my own thing and i and i did and i started my own podcast called the big thing where we cover like one really big thing going on in pop culture whatever it might be and we cover five days a week on tuesdays though man we're really going heavy into this uh ufo stuff man really you, yeah you, you got into that what are you dan Aykroyd? what's going on with that <laughs> I, I i pay attention i ask questions matt i ask questions that's 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 the thing so i've been uh i've been doing i've been doing that on tuesdays uh what's next, and then, what's, next? what's wednesday ghost hunting motherfucker? not yet not yet we'll, we'll get we'll get into it. wednesday wednesday's the star wars stuff but uh th thursday friday is the comic book movie stuff thursday was kind of bullshit but the thing that i did want to talk to you guys about is the fact that i as i mentioned in the beginning of this thing for me, it was two, 93 was when I started watching yeah. UFC, obviously, like everyone else. And then 2005, when Ultimate Fighter really hit its stride. And that's when I, from like 2005 to like 2012, I was really, so I, was, I went to, I, I went, I saw Machito beat Rashad for the title. I was there live. Yes. I saw when you fought Hughes. I was there. And you won that fight, by the way. Um, ah, I love it. I went to, I mean, I, I'd seen so many different fights. And then I, life happened and my uh, just ha I just didn't follow it as much who should i be if i wanted to get back into it who who should i really be following which fighter should i really be following and, and watching to get me kind of back in the in the swing of things well we just had mateus gamrod on who won over the weekend but listen if you ask me i'm gonna name all my guys you ask dean he's gonna name all his guys not only <laughs> yeah it makes hey. sense I mean, Marab, Aljo, Sterling. I'm naming all my fighters. I'm being a prick. But listen, you watch any of the fights, any ones that are coming up, I'm telling you right now, I don't remember a bad card, dude. Just watch. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I'll tell you, let's see, when is the next one coming up? What'll be what's next? Is it next week? Ba, 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 ba. Do we have something coming up this weekend? Uh, it's not this weekend, it's the weekend after, I think. We have um... right. no, but we don't all right. But then we did have some fights coming up though. You know, yeah. I know you got to get out in a second, Dean, but we do have, uh, for instance, Yuri Proaska is going versus Alex Pereira for the vacant, um, uh, what is it, the middleweight, middle, uh, light heavyweight title, right? Yeah, light heavyweight. That's December 16th, right? That, that is in New York. Yeah. Also, oh, really? You know, Matt Favola is going to be on that card. Kevin Gaslin versus Sean Brady. Gaslin's dropping the 170. Yeah. You got excited. I tell you what, there's a lot of good fights coming up. That Abu Dhabi card is going to be sick. It is. And also, we it talked about earlier. Pat yeah. Oh, shit. And December 16th is going to be in uh, Las Vegas. Is Leon Edwards versus Kobe Covington. Okay. Hey, man. Dude. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna text, I'll text you, Christian, when the, when the watch. Please, please do. Okay. Wanna, and also, yeah. the, sh the Schmodown. How do they do no, we're not that one. That one's not running anymore. We, 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 that stopped, that stopped last year. I do have like, if you want to check out all the old matches, that's up. But for me, if you just go to, you just search, you go to Christian Harloff uh, channel and I've got all my stuff. I do like out of the theater reactions. I do reviews. Yeah. I have like all those things. I got shorts and, and, and all that. I have interviews. We had Diego Luna from Andor on the show. We had Katie Sacco from the Mandalorian on, on and the I show. Visit you, and I like the comedian who's always on there with you. What's his name again? The comedian with Brett, the Brett, Oh, Brett Sheridan. And our, and Roxy too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. They're great. Well, shout out to Roxy too. What's it? Roxy Stryer. Roxy yeah, Stryer. Of course, of course. Was, Roxy was my co-host on Collider Live. She's the best. Yeah. Hey, man, Christian. Thanks, dude. I'm gonna catch up with you soon, and uh, and when we do, you're gonna invite me on one of your Friday shows to talk geek shit. Maybe I would love that. I would. Yeah, of course, of course. And Dean, <laughs> it was a pleasure. Yeah, pleasure my pleasure, man. You. I hope to talk to you soon. Please. All right, the great Christian Holoff. Later, brother. Thanks for coming on. Later. Thank you, guys. Take care, homie. Uh, Dean, I know you got a hard out at three. Do you have anything to plug, my friend? Well, I, I just got a, I got a new show, Matt. What? Uh, dude, another one? Go. What is it? <laughs> but this one, this one is called Fight Court. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds fucking funny. It is. I, it is I want to be on it. I don't know. what. Quick, quick. Give us a premise. What is it? Okay. So, yeah. So, we, we just, we, we pretend like we're in a, uh, in a courtroom and we, we debate over issues. Fight issues. Well, listen to me. I want to be on because you know I am the master beta. Yeah. I'm going to have you you come on and make a special guest appearance. I would love to debate anything about being silly. And And it's silly. It's silly. It's not, it's not, we don't take it serious. It's very silly. Jimmy, I mean, Dean, silly is my middle name. Anything else you want to plug? Where can we watch that show? Oh, it's on YouTube. So just look up Fight Court. Dean Thomas is on YouTube. We just came out two episodes out, two episodes down. It's hilarious. Hey, Make sure y'all check that out. I, w- I want to be on one soon. All right. Uh, yeah, hey, no thanks, for jumping on. thanks for jumping on me, brother. All right, my man. We'll talk, talk soon. To you soon, Dean Thomas. Goodbye, Peace. Unfiltered Army. Goodbye. We out. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.